You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Tom Brady retiring, or is he? Let's get into Brady here. Ken LaVica Live, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Ken LaVica Live presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Real quick, talking about the biggest choke before we, we switch gears here to Brady. Biggest choke yesterday, 49ers or Chiefs? Uh, Ricky uh, sends me a message. It's the Chiefs by a mile at home. Big favorites up 21-3. to You can't lose that. It shows you the moment you get timid and uh, playing safe, it almost never works. You can't protect the lead. You've got to make it bigger. And that's been the case for opponents against the Chiefs right. for the last four years. And then the Chiefs, I suppose, to an extent, fell victim to what teams we thought needed to do to beat them previously, right. if that makes sense. They did, and also the Chiefs have to know that their defenses, they can be had. So you got to keep putting points up. Uh, Mark Sheffield tweets, it's the choking Chiefs. Mahomes seemed uncomfortable overthrowing targets, trying to make up for the mistake at the end of the first half. Didn't seem any check down. Seemed like he was trying to make it all back in one play. That's one thing is, is Mahomes... Uh, they, the Bengals shut down Kelsey. They bracketed Kelsey. He was not out in the open running free through the wilderness like he was against Buffalo over and over and over again. Uh, again, that's my point. That's why I think that the, the, the 49ers giving away the NFC Championship game is more egregious because the Bengals just flat out played their game and they adjusted and they did a good job, whereas the 49ers just sort of stopped. That's what I can't get over is that the 49ers just stopped, whereas the Bengals, like they, they, they needed all second half to complete a comeback that they were responsible for. I don't know. But, but again, I know it's the Chiefs. I know that they're the – and you said before the show, you would still put money on them going oh, yeah. into next year to go to the Super Bowl, represent the AFC. Uh, but the fact that the Chiefs let that happen, I see where people are going with that. Yeah, context matters very much so in this sense. And I think for the Chiefs, it's like, dude, you got Mahomes. You got a lead. You're at home. You've been here before. That's another thing we haven't brought up. The Bengals haven't been here before. And you let that team beat you. Context matters, and, and, and that's what happened with the Chiefs. I think there is a bigger discussion, and we can get at it tomorrow, a bigger discussion about how we classify this Chiefs' run of success. Like, how successful is it? Because I kind of have my doubts. They've won a lot of games, but what all do they have to show for it? And I think that that's, that's worthy of a discussion that we can get to tomorrow. I want to get to Tom Brady, because Saturday, the world ended. I mean, it was it was all Tom Brady all the time. We heard uh, in the afternoon on Saturday, uh, first reported by Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington of ESPN, that Tom Brady was retiring after 22 seasons. My first thought was, I'm not surprised. Right. I sat here on the show and said it was going to happen. Uh, all the signs pointed to what was going to happen. His body language, and I'm not huge into that, but his tone, the what things he said, the actual words after Tampa lost to L.A. last week, that suggested to me that that was... That was it. Mm-hmm. He's done. So I wasn't surprised when this came out. But then there was the additional reporting. Mike Silver of Bally's, longtime NFL reporter, saying that there has not been anywhere close to a decision made by Tom Brady. Bruce Arians saying, yeah, he hasn't said anything to us. Uh, Tom Brady reaching out, according to reports, to the Bucks front office and uh, telling the front office, you know, I, I haven't come up with anything definitive yet. So there's question marks all over the place. And you know what happens when, when it, there's a report 
especially from an Adam Schefter and especially from ESPN, and then it doesn't come to fruition immediately, it's time for the trolls to jump on. Oh, yeah. And kill Adam Schefter and kill ESPN. And, and uh, there, there, are, there are people openly, and Adam Schefter's on ESPN right now. He's on SportsCenter right now talking about Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> but uh, they want Adam Schefter to fail. They want Adam Schefter to be wrong. They want ESPN to be wrong about Tom Brady retiring. They're basking in the fact that Tom Brady, after that story was broken, didn't immediately release a video and say, yep, I'm retired. That's it. Now, Jeff Darlington, who I know personally, and he's as good as they come, just like Adam Schefter, who's as good as they come, they're both reporting that Tom Brady is done. Yeah. Multiple sources. Jeff Darlington was on ESPN yesterday on SportsCenter yesterday, and he's, he's standing by his story. From what I understand, that's never really been the way Tom has been. He didn't even want, he was pretty adamant all along, he didn't want some kind of farewell tour, the likes of which we saw with Ben Roethlisberger uh, the past several weeks of this season. That's just not his style, from what I'm told. He would prefer to kind of do it this way, to just sort of maybe catch people off guard a little bit, if you can do that at 44 years old. So ultimately... Uh, I think that this decision at this point is one that kind of makes him happiest the way he likes to go about things. Yeah, he, he wanted to do it on his terms, and it's not happening that way, which is why he's pushing back on it. But Theo, you've been in journalism for quite some time. I've been in journalism for quite some time. Adam Schefter is le- is legit as they come. Jeff Darlington is legit as they come. You can doubt them all you want. Tom Brady is going to retire. He will not play another game. He will not play another snap. Schefter is right. Darlington is right. Tom Brady wants to go out on his own terms. He wanted to make his own announcement. Someone in his inner circle leaked it, but this story is as legit as it possibly can be. Just because it hasn't been made official, the story is ultimately going to be correct a week from now, two weeks from now, Three weeks from now, Tom Brady is going to retire, period. Right, and and if you look at the report, it said Tom Brady is going to retire. Yeah. It doesn't say he's retired. Yeah. It doesn't say he retiring he's today. going to retire. He's going to this retire. This offseason. That decision has been made, yep. you know, already. And if it happens a month from now, you know what that's going to mean? Schefter and Darlington were right. Yeah. The story was right. <laughs> the reporting is good. You may not want it to be, and you may want to dunk all over Adam Schefter. Take your shots now. Yeah, get him out the way. Get him out the way now. Adam Schefter's not wrong. Jeff Darlington's not wrong. And then I'm seeing on social media, oh, the problem with me first journalism and be the first to report it journalism. This is the apex of the problem. No, it's not. No, it's not. Adam Schefter has a job. Jeff Darlington has a job. They're confident in their sources. They've been doing this for a very long time, and they did their, their job. They reported something that they have concrete evidence is going to take place. And it's, it's sound. It's sound, good journalism. Nothing that Adam Schefter did, nothing that Jeff Darlington did was wrong in any way, shape, or form over the weekend. It wasn't. They did what they had to do, and I'm sure it was met with some reluctance because Brady didn't want it to come out that way. And even I, like, like but you too said, bad. Well, when you saw that tweet, it was like, oh, yeah, duh, that Buccaneers roster is not comp- uh, competing for a Super Bowl <laughs> next year, and Tom Brady's not a free agent. Of course he's retiring. But also, when I saw the tweet, I was shocked because I was like, this is not how I expected the guy, the GOAT, the 22-year legend to go out. So yeah. it was a bit of both there. Yeah, it, it, but it, it, you're right. You're right. It was it's, shocking how it came out, but exactly. not that it happened. It, it, what it comes down to 
is that it just didn't – someone leaked something yeah. in Tom Brady's inner circle. That's shocking to me because Tom Brady's inner circle is buttoned up. We didn't have any indication he was going to leave the Patriots before, right before he decided he was going to become a free agent. Yeah, We didn't have any indication he was going to sign with the Bucs until right before it was made official that he was signing with the Bucs. Someone leaked something or someone saw something. It leads me to believe that there's potentially some production value to what Tom Brady wanted to do. And, I mean, Tom Brady's own brand, his own business, his own company, with his name <laughs> <Right>. on it, <laughs> tweeted a farewell to Tom Brady and then deleted it. And that shows you how tight his circle is. Like, even Julian Edelman. Like, uh-huh. everybody got, not yeah. duped, but But everybody... people that you would think maybe would be part of the conversation yeah. or at least gotten word of it, they had nothing. They had nothing. But Adam Schefter is very close friends with Tom Brady's agent, Don Yee. Jeff Darlington is as plugged in as anybody to Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Has a semblance of a personal relationship with him. There's a reason that Jeff Darlington does all the sit-down interviews with Tom Brady. Right. It's like Windhorse to LeBron right there. Yeah. Those two are reporting something Tom Brady-related. Then Tom Brady's going to retire. It's happening. It's going to happen sometime this offseason. They're going to be correct. Oh, but Tom Brady deserves to do it under his own volition. He deserves to do it his way. He does. You're right. But it doesn't mean that Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington should just sit on it. They felt confident enough to go with it. They're professionals. They get paid to do a job. And they had the biggest story of the NFL offseason just days after Tom Brady played his final game. Yeah. You go with it. You got to. Come on. Tom Brady can still do all the same things. doesn't matter if there's a surprise. Tom Brady, of all people, while he might be irritated at how things are going down, I would hope he gets it. Yeah. But Jeff Darlington and Adam Schefter did absolutely zero wrong. In fact, they did everything by the book. They did everything textbook. They did everything perfectly. And that's why they're standing by their story, and that's why it's going to be right. And if it happens tomorrow or if it happens three months from now, guess what? It's still going to be right. Yeah, they ten toes down. That's what I love the most about it is they're ten toes down. There's no, like, apology tweet or anything like that. They're like, look. This is what we this is what we learned. Mm-hmm. This is what we reported, and it's inevitable. It's going to happen. Yeah. Brady's done. Yeah. So I mean, you can take all the shots at Schefter that you want. You can take all the shots at Darlington that you want. But the reporting's good. Yeah. I've lived in that world. You still live in that world. Yeah. What they did was textbook, textbook. If it was some other, you know, some other whoever, you know, some podcaster trying right. to get some pub, right? You ignore it. But this is as real as it gets. Tom Brady's going to retire. They did nothing wrong. Did ESPN do Tom Brady dirty, leaking this before Brady could announce his own retirement? I mean, I think that's absurd. But that was a common social media talking point over the weekend. Did ESPN do Tom Brady dirty over the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's go to Loxahatchee. That's where Chris is. Chris, you're on Kill Vic Alive. Hey, guys. Um... Just real quick, I don't know if you guys had heard, but they mentioned something earlier um, when all of this was being discussed this morning on the radio that uh, that if he waits, I don't know, there's a specific date that February if he fourth. February fourth, uh, but February, he al- he's already that, earned that, if, that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He's already he's already earned that bonus though, that fifteen million dollar bonus. Now, here's okay. what happens: if he steps away and retires, he owes the Bucks. $16 million from his deal. But you know what that means? He's basically giving them a million dollars. That's a net $1 million he gives back. So that's why that's not necessarily accurate why he would hang on till February 4th. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, I just, I didn't know if you guys, because yeah. I didn't hear you guys mention that. Yeah, yeah, and there was, there was a lot of reputable media that was reporting that, but that's, that's, uh, th- that's what's actually taking place. He's already earned that $15 million bonus, so he has no reason to hang on for that. That's already, already in his uh, direct deposit. That's already hit at, uh, <laughs> at this point. Chris, appreciate you. Um, you know who the, the biggest Evan Cohen, or, well, I blew that. The biggest Tom Brady guy is. <laughs> I don't know. Who is it? Evan Cohen. Whoa. That's no, called that came out of Theater of the Mind. Yeah. Uh, had a chance to uh, catch up with Evan, uh, who you hear, by the way, 11.55 and 5.55 every day here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, in case you missed it, uh, Evan uh, had a farewell video that he made for Tom Brady. When we all thought that Saturday was D-Day or our day, retirement day for Tom Brady, Listen to this from Evan on Twitter at Evco Radio. Ridiculous. <laughs> so pathetic. This guy is shameless, man. Yeah. He's just looking into the camera sad. Right, right. I thought he would say a word. No. No word. And he's going back to like the 80s. Is this 80s or 90s? I didn't even hear this song until Evan tweeted it. Really? Before. I've never heard this song. Who is it? We'll get back to you on that. So we heard Evan Cohen, his farewell to Brady on Twitter, at Evco Radio. Uh, but now we don't know what's happening with Tom Brady, so we welcome the man in himself. Uh, Evan, as we sit here on Monday afternoon, do you still think Tom Brady's walking away? I do, Ken, because of this main reason. Who? The who behind who reported it is really important yeah. in my mind. Yep. You have two guys. Like, if you would have said to me, as a Tom Brady-obsessed person like I am, who would be the people to break the Tom Brady story if it's not Tom Brady himself or it's not someone employed by him, i.e. Jim Gray, uh, Gotham Chopra, who's the filmmaker who he works with on his, you know, in his documentary, um, or Alex Guerrero, his trainer. You know, if it's not somebody employed by Brady... Who would break the Brady news? I would say Adam Schefter or your old buddy who you covered the Dolphins with for many years, Jeff Darlington, because those are the two reporters on his inner circle. Or the outside chance would be, well, it could be Jay Glazer because Jay Glazer reports everything for Boston. He's he's that good, right? So I just think what happened here, it seems like those two guys got really good information and had that scenario that is really tough. I'll use you as an example. Not that people care about this, but you probably know so much more information about Florida Florida Atlantic University basketball and football than you say. Because every day, you prob- as the voice of the Owls, you probably sit there and say, what, if, what am I doing here? Should I break this story and potentially hurt a relationship or just say, you know what, relationships are for life, stories are for today. And these two guys had the biggest scoop in the world of Brady retiring, and they're like, you know what, even if it hurts a relationship, this is our job. 
That is, if I had to bet, that's what I think happened. Yeah, that is so important, too, because I've seen a lot on social media, basically people dancing on Adam Schefter's journalism grave, especially. And listen, fine, people feel some way about Adam Schefter, but he's not sloppy, and he's broken more stories than anybody in the history of the football reporting medium. He's not just willy-nilly tossing this out there. And there's this thought that, oh, well, Tom Brady should be afforded the respect that he can make the announcement on his own. But everybody has a job to do. And I would hope that Tom Brady would expect that he's the biggest face, the biggest sports face on the planet, certainly in this country. These things can happen, and everybody has a job to do. I, I don't understand the hate being thrown Schefter and Darlington's way, other than they just don't like those guys. Well, I, I agree with you, but I also think Brady has a right to be annoyed oh, yeah, if the sure. story was taken out of his hand. But also gets but the, Right. Well, the annoyance has to be how. Did he talk to Darlington and Schefter and tell them this, and then they went with it? Well, then he has a reason to directly be mad at him. Yeah. Those two guys, excuse me. If somebody in his inner circle broke that, well, then somebody is not in his inner circle anymore. Then they're out, right? Like, because you betray trust. And Tom Brady is a really loyal, trustworthy guy that I think that this is probably what, I mean, the way we just depicted it is probably what happened. Now, I will say this. I think it is absurd and, and really shows a lack of understanding as to who this guy is for 22 years in the league. That anyone thinks this is now going to be motivational. Oh, he's going to come back because somebody broke his story out of him. No, no, that's not what's going to happen at all in any way, shape, or form. He's going to do it based on his terms. I, I will throw out one other thing, Ken. Yeah. So I obsessively um, watch his TV show, uh -huh. The Man in the Arena, on, on ESPN Plus. And I watch it every single Tuesday when it comes out. Well, two or three Tuesdays ago, the 10th episode I thought was coming out. And it didn't come out. Mm -hmm. And it still hasn't come out. So if I had to bet as to how it's going to be released, my bet would be through that television Yeah, show. that's the retirement announcement right there. For sure. I think that that's, I mean, that's, that's, I don't even think that's conspiracy theory. I think that makes sense as to why it would have been delayed. And, 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 and by the way, people are speculating, could it be tonight on his radio show on Sirius XM? Well, remember today about his radio show, he's on with Jim Gray for a half hour. And there's like one or two breaks in between. He doesn't have enough real estate to tell the story like he would a man in the arena for an hour. Yeah, yeah. Well, wasn't there a report? Interested. Isn't there a report he's out of the country right now, too? Well, I, I don't want to be one of these guys on a dinner circle that breaks trust. I have no idea. How the hell would I know? As much as I would love, as much as I would love to, to follow his every move, you think I know I, where Tom Brady is? If I knew where Tom Brady was, trust me, I'd be I'd be on the plane trying to get there myself. Well, the, the only reason I say that is because I feel like there's a chance they may have recorded it, and even though they're playing it at a special seven o'clock time, doesn't mean that this is actually happening in real time. And I'm disappointed you don't know about the whereabouts of Tom Brady right now. That's a bad. No, that's a fair knock. That's a fair knock. Can I really say, it's a good question, am I really obsessed with Brady if I don't know where he is right now during one of the most important moments of his life between 12 and 2 on Ken Lillick Alive? Which really is, I mean, he's probably streaming the show on the ESPN app right now, wherever he is. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Now, I, this is me. He's like, yeah, I really want to hear more from Friday Night Lights. He's really good on the air. <laughs> I've heard good things about that kid. Uh, real quick, this is important. Joe Burrow, is he cool, cool, or awkward, nerdy, cool? Uh, it's a good question. 
I don't think he's naturally cool like McConaughey. Okay. McConaughey wakes up in the morning, yeah. throws jeans and a T-shirt yeah. on, yeah. hasn't showered in a month, <laughs> was in some sort of, like, crazy African, like, climb that he was in, <laughs> smells like ass, uh, and you're like, holy crap, I wish I could be that. No, I know. Somehow, right? somehow. But I don't think he's, uh, well, it would be a good example of the other way. I don't think he's wearing a pink suit to a press now. Oh, let's not do that. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think he's so over the top. Every part of his outfit is, like, really, really planned. The way that, uh, like, he has, you know, like Kanye stylist, this, that, the other thing. I think he's somewhere in between. Yeah. He's not naturally cool like a McConaughey, like where he wakes up in the morning, or MJ. And you're just like, MJ's wearing weird clothing and he's still cool, but he's somewhere in between there. Yeah, I, I don't think, see, he's not smooth, and but I think that he takes chances and he likes the idea that he thinks he's cool. And so he goes for it with the Nike chain and people just say, oh man, uh, he's kind of a nerd, but hey, he goes for it. I appreciate that. And that's what makes him cool. That's what makes him nerdy, awkward, cool. It would be unremarkable uh, if he didn't look and sort of his mannerisms weren't the way that he was. All right, so let's do a Super Bowl Fifty Six edition under your under your premise here uh-huh. of awkward, cool, or, or is it naturally cool, or how do you want to yeah, say it? Yeah, naturally cool, and then nerdy, awkward, cool. Okay, ready? I'll give you the person. You answer the question. Okay, Sean McVay. Uh, he's cool, and it's largely because he's just hot. But you didn't answer the... You literally came up with the bit, and you didn't follow the bit. Your own bit. This is Ken Levick in a nutshell. You just came up <laughs> with the two ter- determinations of the coolness. Nerdy, awkward, cool, or, like, no, naturally cool. But, and you literally answered something different than those no, two. Listen, because here's... Here, I, I should have just gone with my instinct, because you look at him, and you're like, that guy's cool, because he looks. I mean, he's... So what are the categories? How am I going to yeah. ask you these questions if you don't have a category? It's cool, cool means, like, first glance. You're like, yeah, that guy's cool, because he's got great hair. Like, Joe Burrow kind of looks like, I don't know, me. Uh, but then he pulls off things I could Joe never pull Burrow off. Joe looks nothing like you. In no way, shape, or form. <laughs> There's no part of Joe Burrow that looks like you and no part of you uh, that looks like Joe he's Burrow. He's got a little of the eye bags like I do. Like, that's the only no, thing. No, here's I'm- where you guys are similar. You both have mouths, nose, ears, <laughs> eyes, arms, and legs. Uh, all right, let's try to get... There's no other part of you that would be similar. In one world, did you just compare yourself <laughs> to Joe Burrow? I don't know. He's like homely looking. He, I'm sorry. Uh, he is. Fine. Sean McVay's cool. Do he you, may be homely, but you're homeless looking. <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? Oh, I cannot argue with that. Give me two more in Super Bowl 56 edition of cool or awkward nerdy cool. Okay. So it's cool, cool, or awkward yeah. nerdy cool. Yeah. Alright. Odell Beckham Jr. Cool, cool. Okay. Um, let's do hmm, Aaron Donald's. Cool, cool. And I certainly wouldn't say otherwise, especially to his face. He's terrifying. Von Miller. Cool, cool. He can pull off any outfit. Okay. Jamar Chase. I'm cool, cool. Former Dolphins assistant, Zach Taylor. Oh, uh, I don't even think he's awkward, nerdy, cool. He's just sort of a dork. Hmm, okay. Icky Woods. <laughs> now that's cool, cool. Joe Burrow doing the Icky Shuffle before his post-game interview was cool, cool as well. I'll give him credit for that. Hmm. 
Okay. All right. Well, there you go. The Super Bowl edition of Cool Cool or Awkward Cool. All right, good. That was uh, that was great content. Uh, you can expect that to just die into the ether uh, at some point. Uh, Evan, thank you, and uh, I'm sure we'll check in as more Tom Brady Gate happens. Wait, I just went to KLV 1063 on Twitter. Is that you or, or Joe Burrow? I can't tell on the profile picture. Who's that? You guys look so much alike. He's like, oh my god, you guys are twins. All right, I'm wow. Gonna, I'm gonna put a side by side out at KLV 1063 and see if people think there's a resemblance. Bye. Bye. So, is there a resemblance to you? I, I, I don't. Y'all are both white, <laughs> and that's where it ends. <laughs> y'all are both white. I mean, I don't know if there's. You have a beard. He's like plain faced. I, I don't see the resemblance, but you guys are two white guys. So Friday Night Lights, where you stand on this? I think you're about seven inches off. But other than that, a little bit. You're talking about like, oh, he's taller. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about the Rams, but also uh, waste the time of George Sedano with that <laughs> very question when we return. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel Five, WFLX Fox Twenty Nine. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN One Hundred Six Three.